0: Welcome to the right stuff. Welcome to the show today. We have got a great lineup for you today. We are here to what? Learn creative writing. Did you know that every movie that you have seen, somebody wrote that? I know! Do you know that every song that you have heard, somebody wrote it? Crazy! Do you believe this? This is real. This is true. Oh my goodness, there are writers out there today creating a career. You can't tell me that you cannot create a career out of creative writing. Woohoo! And that's what I'm here today to teach you. Creative writing. We're going to learn how to unleash your creative writing with author Ian King. That's me. Hello. (laughs) And we're going to learn some very basics. Why write? Lesson one, plot, lesson two, characters, oh they are ever so important, characters, lesson three, point of view, you want to get this right, if you don't get this right, you could get it wrong
1: and confuse the reader something chronic,
0: then you've got the different writing styles, are you going to give us a monologue? Or are you going to give us
1: a history of when you were growing up and how things were different in your day and how you want to teach your children and your grandchildren's children something of your history?
0: That would be called. I've lost the plot. No it's not, I've lost the plot, that would be called, hang on, that would be called sharing a legacy with the family. And there are plenty of writing styles, and then we are going to look at dialogue. Well mister, I was
1: walking down the road you see. And I saw this fella here coming out of the pub, right? OK? And then he hits me. He just hits me right square in the face. And so you know what I did, officer? i kick him, all right?
0: All right, sir. So what you're saying is he come out the pub and he hit you in the face. And so you kick him, right? OK, we have to establish what's going on here. So you can come down to the station with me, all right? All right, anyway. I'm getting off the plot here okay so then we're also going to learn something very important about any writing we need to have a beginning yes we do and you know what the beginning needs to do that beginning needs to grab the reader by the ghoulies and don't let them go until they have read the rest of the story then they get into the middle and the middle you need to keep going as if it was a wave at the beach you're gonna have something happening and there's a climax and then there's a resolve and then there's another character introduced and then it creates another climax and then it creates another situation and that needs to be resolved and you need to keep the attention of the reader because you want them to read some more of your stuff the right stuff that's what this course is called, by the way, the right stuff. There's the wrong stuff. And my personal opinion of the wrong stuff would be something like fan fiction, perhaps. And there's plenty of that. and then there is the right stuff. So I'm going to be here teaching you the right stuff. and then we have to come to the end and the end can either hang on a cl- end on a cliffhanger, or the end can leave you satisfied bittersweet but definitely itching for some more you don't want to leave the writer you don't want to leave the reader disappointed because they might very well not read any more of your stuff all right okay this is not entirely true sometimes you can leave them disappointed but you still need to leave those questions hanging, answered to a degree. And then we're gonna explore how to publish. This all is part of your beginning lessons. So welcome to Creative Writing with Ian King, where we will learn the right stuff. Welcome back to lesson one, why write? Now, I hope that grabbed you by the ghoulies, wet your appetite to learn some more, and I think we should get into something a bit more serious now, and that's actually learning the right stuff. And to begin with, it is why do we write? We need to find out why do we write. There are two main reasons why people write. There's one reason, which is personal people write for personal reasons. One of the reasons why people write personally is because you have perhaps had a traumatic life. Some terrible things have happened in the past and that you are suffering and don't have a way out. You might have some healing that needs to occur. And I'll tell you what, writing is certainly one of the most beneficial ways to bring about healing from past trauma. It helps you unload things that you've locked up inside, that are controlling your mind, that are controlling your outward demonstrations, that are controlling your life. And it helps you to release those things so that you can move forward, so that you don't remain there. So that's one important reason why people write, that's a personal reason. Another personal reason is that Uh, to get those things out of your head that keep you up at night. Now, I'm guilty of this. I've had a few dreams and I've thought, right, I need to write this down before I forget it. And if I don't write it down, I'm not going to be able to get back to sleep. So I suggest in a situation like that, whether it be two o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the afternoon, that you have a little notebook with you. And you can actually write these things down in your notebook. You can write these little ideas down and offload them to your notebook. Just even if it's a basic outline. Offload those things that are keeping you awake at night down to a notebook and go back to sleep or carry on with your cooking of the dinner or whatever it is that you're doing at the time. So that's another reason. There's another reason why people write for personal reasons and that is to teach knowledge and wisdom to others. You may be... Uh, you may have some interesting skills. You may have some um, advice. You may have even a, an experience in your life that has changed your life. And you want to teach other people how they can have a similar experience, how their lives can be changed as well and redirected to a healthier, better path. So, you what? You have knowledge to teach others, wisdom to teach others.
1: You might be that older gentleman who is traumatized by the way the young people treat the older generation in this day and age. And therefore, you have something burning inside you that you want to. Get off your chest and put into a book or a stream of advice that people can learn and grow from.
0: Anyway, that's one of my... That's in characters. (laughs) I'm getting off track already, again, and I'm only in the very first introduction. Sorry about that. Okay, so another reason why people write personally is to share a legacy with your family and your friends. Say, you... Are into family trees and you know about your heritage or you want to know about your heritage so where do you go you go to older family members who might be able to enlighten you with who their mother was who their father was with how things were 100 years ago 50 years ago and that's where you might find yourself one day wishing you could share your life experience and the days in which you lived with the future generation. So there you would like to share a legacy and pass it down to your family and your friends. That's a personal reason. You might not think of anything about making money, which, by the way, is the next thing, reason why people would write. People write, this is the second reason why, for profit. You know you can make a living by your own rules with creative writing. I mean, I showed you, I told you that in the introduction. You, you know, every song I should say that has been sung, somebody wrote that. Every novel you've read, clearly somebody wrote that. Every article you've read on that s- social media site—I won't mention any names. Do you realise that somebody actually wrote that? And generally, people write things that hopefully they know or have experienced and you can actually use this information that you know and have experienced and you can actually make a living out of it so another reason would be which leads on to finding success that's another reason for profit reasons to find success through your own creative talents and abilities if you have a talent to write if you have a talent to draw if you have a talent to sing use those talents For profit reasons another reason why people write for profit is to extend your talents and abilities in other words increase them develop them grow them uh, nurture them develop them into better stronger more useful talents and another reason would be to grow a new career all of these things go hand in hand But this is just touching the iceberg. There's a lot more reasons why people write as well, but these are really the core reasons why someone would write. So as a writer, there's some things that you need to understand about yourself. You need to understand how you write. There are two types of writers in the world. It's interesting. I told you I'm gonna be giving you bullet points, breaking things down so you understand them. There are two types of writers in the world there's your planner another name for a planner is a stalker then there's the panster panster the dreamer so the planners tend to be the people who spend a lot of time thinking about what they're going to write they decide on the characters they decide on their backgrounds and do a lot of back writing of the characters and they do a lot of pre-development Planning of scenes, chapter breakdowns. They also tend to outline their plots. And oftentimes, these people will have decided already on how their story is going to end. They might have an ending before they've got a beginning. And so they plan how they're going to get there. And sometimes these planners can take a long time to gather all the information, do all the research, before they write a single word. But the pansters, that's me, the dreamers, they tend to be riding on the seat of their pants. They don't really have a plan, that's me. (laughs) I didn't really have a plan I was going to do the introduction, but I did it how I saw fit to do it. I hope I I didn't scare everyone away, by the way, with my introduction. I am a normal person, just saying. (laughs) They get a vague idea in their head, these are the pansters. Of perhaps maybe a character. You might have a single character. I have, I'm, I'm writing a story at the moment. And my single character that I'm developing my story on. Is a tiny little girl. She's 154 millimeters high. And her name is Bella Tiny. So I'm developing a story around this character. Another way might be a scene or a scenario. So I might walk along one day. And I might see this amazing scene. And boom, I've got an idea in my head. So I can start to put that idea on paper, or I can bang them out on a keyboard. A penster tends to be more of a free writer. They usually don't know where they're going, true, or how they're gonna get there. They just have a journey of discovery along the way. And that's me. Do you know stalkers would have pages of characters and notes actions and timelines and would have done a lot of research first and dan brown is an example of this he spent more than a year immersing himself in research before he wrote the famous book known as the da vinci code now he spent a year developing the plots developing the characters, developing the guide, developing the beginning and end before he even wrote a single word. Isn't that interesting? That is definitely not me. Pansters tend to spend a lot less time thinking about a story in the beginning, but unfortunately they tend to have to spend more time in the end tidying up the loose ends. An example of a panster writer is actually Wilbur Smith. Isn't that interesting? Both famous authors who guess what are making a career out of creative writing oh my goodness is that so yes you can create a career out of creative writing okay sorry planners stalkers and pansters dreamers have pros and cons one of the pros about a planner Depends on how specific their outline is, but they know exactly where they're going and how they're going to get there. If someone asks when they're going to have a novel finished, they tend to be able to give a general idea of a time frame. Pansters, nah. (laughs) Planners can watch as they make progress through their outline. They can watch the developing of the story. They can watch the developing of the characters as they go through the outline. And because they've thought the story through ahead of the time before writing, they should be able to find editing a lot easier than a plan than a panster. Another thing about planners is that they have cool displays of their novel on the wall before it actually exists. Well, they can, doesn't necessarily mean that they do. <laughs> and they can also foreshadow as they write and not have to add things in later on. Whereas pansters, dreamers, their prose, they tend, to be have, they tend to have literary freedom. It's theirs. They can write whatever and however they want. They discover the story as they go, along with the characters too. The small details don't really matter. Not yet anyway. They tend to get the guts of it out there, but they don't really, they don't really worry about how they're going to make all the dots connect until later on. But the trouble is they need to go back and make all the dots connect to the beginning. (laughs) So it flows. They introduce the characters as they need them. And when they need them, they discover them also as they go. And usually they find it very easy to create a story out of nothing, pretty much. Nothing more than a simple trigger, like a photo, or a short sentence, or an image, or a dream. But they do have fun exploring their worlds without borders. It is literary freedom at its best. Not everyone can write like that, though. Just like I can't write like a planner. We all have our unique gifts. Now, there's other things, pros, cons, about planners, stalker, and pansters, dreamers. With a planner, the cons tend to be that when they hit a block, occasionally the whole outline needs to be rethought and reworked. That's a whole lot more work if they stray off the outline they can feel pressured to get back onto the outline even if it's not what's best for the story this can actually hinder them can actually stop their creative flow they can get writer's block i think easier than the likes of pansters a studied reader will be able to guess what comes next if it follows the regular structure that's a planner they have a plan they're perfectionists like I I knew a, I knew a, a girl that I uh, did some studies with. She was one of these. She was a planner, She was a stalker. She had all the facts, she did all the research. And she was the sort of person that would get 98% or 99% or 100% in her assignments. And the funny thing about her, she's a perfectionist, right? Okay? So if she didn't get 100%, she was disappointed. She was annoyed even anguished me i was happy to get 70 or 85 you know woohoo! i've passed not a planner not a perfectionist (laughs) anyway there's less opportunities for a planner's characters to develop and surprise them with moments they hadn't even thought of at the time of their original conception so planners tend to be terrible procrastinators because they're never satisfied. They spend way too much time connecting the dots, and adding minute information, which they may never even need. Whereas pansters dream is, nope, often we won't have a clue where we're going. This can actually be frustrating, sometimes. And pansters in the editing process, they're likely to have more work to do in the end, foreshadowing, developing the depths, Later events in the stories, so that they flow from the beginning, or sometimes flow into the ending. They tend to end up with a bunch of pointless subplots, though they might have had fun writing them. Pansters, some of the characters they create and discover along the way, might not actually be necessary for the fruition of the completed story, and sometimes they might have to get rid of them. And how do they do that? Well, they might have to cut them out or kill them. And when they hit a roadblock, killing a character can only work so many times before they either out of characters or the story becomes predictable. If anyone's ever read Game of Thrones, there's a lot of characters that get killed, even some of the big characters. A lot of these are surprises see they're not actually predictable if you ever read game of thrones you'll find that it is not a predictable story so that's actually very clever writing often a panster will write too much and there will be a job to get rid of a lot of stuff later on but you know what i say don't get rid of it store it up keep it somewhere file it because it could actually be a trigger you might need for another story later on. And as I said before, pansters can operate off a simple trigger. Okay, another aspect of creative writing, or the type of writer, comes down to the way individuals manage their time. For example, is the inspirational writer, and the habitual writer. An inspirational writer tends to write what they want, when they want and when they feel inspired okay this is fine if you're not planning on making a career in writing which is what you know this is this course is about eventually ultimately a lot of poets tend to write like this they have this thing in them that they need to get out and poetry is a wonderful way to do it Creative writing is a wonderful way to do it, but creative writing can take a lot longer than poetry. So if you're looking at making a career out of your writing, then you'll have to become a habitual writer. Inspirational writers can go so far. Talent will take you so far, but character, character, your internal character, will take you all the way. Habitual writers, they set time aside every day, or at regular intervals. They will have a space and a time in which they write. This may sound quite unromantic, and it can be. It can be monotonous. But if you calculate it out, I've written the equation there. If you write 500 words for an hour, and it probably won't take you hour, by the way, per day, five days a week, it will take you 30 weeks to write 75,000 words. That is amazing. That's like a length of a novel, isn't it? So if you write 500 words every day, and by the way, it probably won't take you an hour to write 500 words, especially if you're a panster. (laughs) Might take you a while if you're a planner. Then you'll have written more than 182,000 words every year. That's amazing there lies a possible literary fiction blockbuster or even two of them now I have to tell you about a particular person that I am um, quite uh, appreciate his writing his name is Brian Pratt he's a smashwords writer and he's written a series and it's the very first book he's done is called the unsuspecting mage look it up it's great it's great it's the very first book and he does it for free now all of his books Tend to be about 150,000 words. That's that's amazing. 150,000 words. But you see, I've read some of his stuff. And his grammar, his spelling, his linking the dots is actually terrible. If you were to read it as an editor or a proofreader, you'd be just like, I can't be bothered. This is terrible writing. But you know what? Even though... His writing seems to be terrible. And uh, like the point of views change. uh, The flow is just not so good. It's a bit staccata. A bit sort of inconsistent. But this guy Brian Pratt. Look him up on Smashwords. Fantastic author. Terrible writer. (laughs) He, this was a few years ago was interviewed by smashwords.com. You should look that up as well. And he was raking in 20,000 US dollars every month for his terrible writing. And I tell you, I've read all of, well, not all of his books, but I've read, I think, seven of his books, and I really enjoy them. I get irked. the spelling and the grammar and the staccateness of it but I actually still enjoy it. So you don't have to be an amazing, fantastic, perfect writer to develop a career in writing. You can have that for free. Anyway, I'm getting off track yet again. (laughs) So here's a tip. Set aside some time every day to write something. Even if it's nonsense. Even if it doesn't make sense. Because it will cause your brain... To become super alert at that time that you have established in your day so you create a habit and your productivity will actually increase every day exponentially i tell you i'm doing you you write you could write 500 500 words a day that's easy you could write a thousand words a day a little bit harder but do it consistently and you will certainly develop some fantastic writing and increase your quality of writing okay so that's lesson one pretty much done i hope you guys are finding it interesting and i hope you're not minding my voice too much It doesn't matter anyway because <laughs> i can't do anything about that i've got homework for you And I want this course that we're doing to be interactive. I want you to actually fully immerse yourself in this course, involve yourself in the course. Because if you just listen to my ramblings, read my bullet points and go, oh, that was nice or that wasn't nice or whatever, and do nothing about it, well, guess what? Nothing is going to change. Do you realize that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? Another one, you can have that for free too. So this is your homework. I would like you to do this homework because it's going to help you and it's going to help me and it's going to help us as a unit to grow and learn together. Because i'm not doing this just because i i love the sound of my voice or i want to see myself on camera i'm doing this to help you guys so that you can develop creative writing in your own life as part of your lifestyle so i want you to introduce yourself 500 words not going to be very difficult to do tell me who you are what would you like to get out of this course Do you consider yourself to be a beginner writer, an intermediate writer, or advanced? Which means you've probably published already. So what type of writer are you? 500 words. Consider the way you write and the way you manage your own personal time. Planner, panster, what are you? Now you can actually be both you can actually be a planner and a panster but there will be one dominant way in which you write. as you are like for example a planner i'm a panster but i can still plan so for example editing you know i'm not completely literary free there is still editing that needs to be done and that there generally takes a bit of planning and foresight So you need to consider the way that you write and the way that you manage your time. And there's things that can help you decide what type or what writer style you might be. For example, when you buy yourself a new TV or a vacuum cleaner, do you thoroughly read the manual before even pulling it out of the box? That would make you a stalker. Or do you rip into the box You don't have time to read the manual. You just want the thing to work and do what you want it to do. That would be a dreamer. Do you take your time getting to know the the appliance, the product? Or do you already know about it all before pulling it out of the box? That would make you a stalker. Or by trial and error and a few detours along the way, you just want to fire this thing up and see how it works. That would make you a dreamer. Right. Now, the right stuff has some right rules that you need to apply to your life and apply to the use of this platform and the developing and growing of this course. So welcome. And I hope you're enjoying the course thus far. I hope you stick around. Once you've introduced me, Yourselves, I'd be—I'll know you a lot better than I do now, and I hope you share this group with others in your sphere of influence, and I uh, hope you share your work. But there are some rules that we need to abide by. And these are important. Word counts. We need to apply rules to word counts, because if you're a panster, you'll write and write and write and write, and you'll give me a 500 word assignment, and it'll be 900 words or 1500 words, but that's not what I asked. I asked for a 500 word assignment or a 1000 word assignment. So allow for a 5% variance in the word counts, and I'll be checking this by the way. Say your assignment's 500 words. That means that it is acceptable for you to present between 475 words and up to 525 words. Alright? That's reasonable. Submit your homework one way or another. When I give you homework assignments, you need to submit your work directly either onto the Write Stuff MeWe page as a post, and it is always good idea to put some kind of video or image something that's related to your story to your post it doesn't have to be a photo of you or a photo of anything specific to be frank it's just something that grabs our attention it's not compulsory but it helps all right it creates more interest so you can either post it on the maybe page or you can upload it to the files student homework file in the MIWI setup and I want you to name them you need to name them otherwise because if I get if I get 20 students and and they're all submitting my work and I have no idea who's submitting the work or what even it's related to it just makes it really hard for me to work my way through that so you need to name it you need to give us an assignment number 01 your name Ian King an introduction Title, for example, this is my introduction, or this is my flash fiction on whatever episode that we are related to. And the word count, tell me the word count, how many words there are. And if you do upload the image or a video with your post, then you can also select photo album, homework, writing, prompts as a place to keep everything nice and tidy and it makes it easy for me to access, and it makes it easy for our fellow students to access your amazing work. Right, feedback. I would like to give you guys feedback, and I would like the fellow students to give you guys feedback, because I want us to all to grow together as a unit. So I'm going to give you feedback and suggestions, and because this is an open forum to those in our group, we'll invite our students fellow students to also comment and place feedback and i want this place to be a friendly helpful and encouraging space for all of us okay if for some reason you want to keep certain submissions private or you only want me to see it then i suggest you use the messages aspect of me to do this i don't really want the course to go that way because i want us to share with others to build our own personal confidence but if you find maybe it might be a sensitive assignment something traumatic and you don't want others to find out well that's that's okay you can do that so yeah and I would be feel privileged and honored that you would share that with me because you know it's 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 a special thing you know when you're healing or processing and 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 you find it tough so yeah So you can do that and i do think there should be a time frame when our homework is done because if you do the course one week and three weeks later you thought oh that's right i have got to do my assignment well you know we've moved on we're doing another aspect of the course we're doing another lesson and it's it's going to be like um well we actually haven't moved on we'll still include you but it would be nice if we move forward together So, I reckon a couple of days, two days per 500 words. I think that's reasonable. Do you think that's reasonable? Or say a thousand words, that's like four days. If you have a thousand word assignment, four days. If we get up to 2,000 words and 3,000 words, then we might need to reduce that time frame down. But that because your experience would be increasing as well. Some other very important aspects of the group. This is a safe place, okay. We're not here to attack each other. We're not here to criticize each other. We're here to help each other. And we're not here to steal other people's work. All right? So we do not allow plagiarism. We do not allow copyright theft. We do not allow erotica or pornography or extreme violence. Although there is room for character commitments. But it needs to be justifiable. Why that would be in your assignment, or your work, or your writing, or whatever it is. We do not allow bullying or attitudes. I've seen some really awful posts in our social media, you know, because people disconnect themselves from who they really are in social media, and they might be somebody else who they actually are not. And so they attack, and they're very critical, and very unpleasant people. In real life, they might be really nice people. In real life, they might be really horrible people. But in this space, we need to be talking, posting, positively, and we respect one another here. That's our purpose. To belong in this group, we encourage each other, guide each other, support each other, and give each other constructive criticism. Me, as a teacher need constructive criticism you as a student need constructive criticism and when we see fit we will honor our fellow students and teachers work by not sharing it elsewhere without their consent okay so be kind to one another and here's some final notes it is okay to make mistakes that's how we learn it's not This particular course that I'm doing is not a grammar course. It's not a spelling course. It's not a proofreading course. It is a creative writing course. The proofreading, the grammar, the spelling. That's the job of an editor. Of course, we do our own editing and we do our own grammar checks and what have you to the best of our abilities. But that is not what we're learning here. Okay. so I want you to learn freely, write freely. We learn by our mistakes and we grow in confidence together. So finally, finally, would you please give me feedback? I'm a student too. I'm your teacher, but I'm also a student. I'm a lifelong learner. And I'm learning things as I go. And this here, you guys are my teacher. You're teaching me how I can be a better person and how I can write better, like I'm teaching you. So if I'm doing well, please tell me. If I'm doing terrible, please tell me. Oh my goodness, I need to know. And I won't get upset. And I won't get sad. I will grow. And if you have suggestions or ideas or some topics that you'd like to explore, let me know. Because I know a lot that I can teach you guys. And final thing this course that i'm teaching you is uh, what's called a better course now a better basically means a test run Um, when you write a book when you write uh, something rather than going straight to the publishing you are better to share that with others so that they can give you feedback so that you can make adaptions or changes or improvements so this is a better course which basically means you're my guinea pigs. You're my test rabbits. Hello. But I promise I'll be nice. I won't harm you, and I'm sure you will survive. Okay. And for me, I want to learn how to improve this course. I'm dependent upon you and your important input. And your reflection and your advice. Righto oh, Creative Possums. Lesson two. Coming up. The plot thickens. I'm just going to end this with the footnotes. This place is a place to learn. And one way we are learning is by doing. Success is in the doing. Ciao possums. We'll see you in the next lesson.